Talking Tesla. Talking Tesla. Tesla. I'm not sure if like my foot should be on the brake or the accelerator. Because they put rings on Elon. It must be some sort of geometrical algorithm. Are you ready now? Oh, I'm sure this is math. Tom? <laughs> Robert? Yeah. Well, all right, fellas. Well, that's good. How am I expected to drive a car without autopilot? So, here's the deal. You know, I'm not a good parker, Tom. Yeah. I'll be the first to admit it. Yeah. Just think that this is a car company that is run by super geeks. Oh, yeah, the cars are going to be stupid cars compared to this car. Tesla. You don't even have Tesla. I remember that. You've got a Model X. seen the future, and it is light pole charging. No, I wouldn't call it a screw-up. Do you like your Model X? God, it's beautiful. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, how the hell are you? Welcome to Talking Tesla episode 15. 56. It's one more than 55. I don't know if you knew that, Mel, because it's math. Uh, 55. Yeah, it's right. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Didn't it's take you long at all to like to, to make that uh, sort of that thing. Out. So today is Wednesday, and we are late, 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 late with this show, but we, we had a good reason. So out of sync, and we actually look and sound out of sync yeah it's a robert's going to a shift he's tired tom is tired i'm just old and uh, very old it's gonna be bad look You've we just... postponed it because monday elon was gonna do this big reveal we didn't know what it was yay reveal so we're like well we, we'll just wait until he does that for the so people. important so important we're going to wait, wait and totally f up our entire schedules and then of course he goes ah i'm not ready and, and we're all shocked by the fact that he didn't do an announcement on time. What? Tesla not on time? Interesting. <laughs> so then he goes, oh, Wednesday. I'm like, well, we've waited this long and it's going to be a big event. We don't know what it is, so we better and, wait. And there's this like massive third presidential debate, which is going to be a, a mud wrestling match. I don't know if you got that uh, that drop. Yeah, that's going to be good. There's going to be mud. They're going to wrestle. And so we figured, of course, it has to be done earlier in the day. Yeah, who, it's going to be who, like midday. It's going to be 10 o'clock. But no, yeah. he decides to do it an hour before the presidential. So it's but 5 o'clock. What, what if he doesn't start on time? Megalomaniac. <laughs> and then we're like, well, let's live stream it. Since it's going to be at 5, let's live stream it. Then it turns out we're getting a camera set up. Studios all getting ready. And then we were like, hang on a second. He never actually said it's going to be live streamed. Yeah. It turns out it's not. So we've wasted our whole lives with this guy. What we are think. we doing? We're not sure even at this moment. At the moment of this recording, is it live or is it not live? Or is it Memorex? No one even understands that reference. <laughs> oh, nobody, I don't. Nobody, <laughs> nobody Did you used to have don't the Memorex poster in your room with the guy yeah. sitting in the thing? With just, the, yeah. yeah. So everybody gets it because we're all about well, the Well, the three old bastards should, in this room Oh, yeah, get and it. the people driving Teslas aren't old bastards. Right <laughs> Post that picture with the, with the show notes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there is we go. Is it live or is it Memorex? All right, so we're going to do the show. And then yeah. we're going to see what he says. I don't know how we're going to find out. Yeah, we may. Interweb. We're going to try to add on. And then we'll add on we'll, whatever the thing. It's supposed to be a Model 3 event, uh, part two. We don't really know that. Right. We'll either tack it on to the f- end of this episode or have been in the front of this episode. And all of this stuff that we're saying right now makes no we sense, completely out of context. And nobody cares because he's going to come out and say it's a flying car, it's self-driving, <laughs> it's $14 each. Now and the whole world's different. And right. I think he's just really trying to steal a little bolt thunder or thunderbolt what thunderbolt, thunderbolt. <laughs> a little bolt thunder because it's it's coming it it's is very close it the, is coming. The don't bolt. jump the shark we gotta go uh, there all right we're gonna talk all about right. it in I'm, line uh, no shark jumping all right what are we starting with let's Herbert? talk about how good tack 2.0 is auto steering auto stigler no, that's no, not that's a commercial. A for, that's uh, Mercedes down the road. Here. Yeah, I know. No commercials. So right. you're talking about traffic aware cruise control 2.0. Thank you. Um, so inside uh, EVs, 
Say, ask the question, which I think is very good. Is uh, the new autopilot upgrade to the old hardware, is it any better? And uh, it's been out. It's been around. You'll see a lot of YouTube videos on it. And the summary is that it seems to be better at some things, but Ooh. maybe not as good at other things. So there's one video in particular where it shows a guy that, that's saying, you know, on the highway it looks like it's better. It can see the car in front of the car in front of you. Um, which is good. Yeah, that sounds uh, But good. on uh, side streets, it seems to have like lost its ability to see some of the fainter lines. Maybe it's not got enough optical in the way it's looking at things. Mm. So that's a bit of a problem. We had on Teslarati a gentleman. Um, oh, it was uh, the very famous uh, gentleman. What's his name? Um, very famous uh, Tesla guy. I can't remember his name. But anyway, he took a couple of Teslas. Bjorn Nyland, is that Bjorn, what we're talking about? Thank you, Bjorn, thank you. Bjorn, yeah. And so they, he tested specifically, if I have a Tesla in front of the Tesla in front of me, and I get them to jam on the brakes, will my Tesla that's behind the car that's behind them stop? This is – the funny thing about that is so did they just have some random car in the middle right. of them and they're both on radios and they're like, stop now. No. And the guy in the middle had Teslas. no idea what was going on. <laughs> they're just Mad Maxing some <laughs> lunatic on the road. <laughs> what the hell is happening here? And it worked. What worked? It saw the car in front of the car in front of it stopping, and it started to stop before the car in front of it was stopping. It started to stop before. Did they have video of this? They it have stopped. video of it. So the, you didn't see the brake lights go on in the, the middle car, and it's, the car stopped. Yeah, it started to stop. So oh. it looks like it's actually working, although that sounds it's not a 100% convincing. Cool. What? It's not 100% convincing. Because, I was convinced well, right then for 100% of the time. 50% of the time, you're convinced 100% of the time. <laughs> That's correct. Um, so let me now give you my two cents. Would you like my two them? cents? Uh, well, what will you have left? I just drove to Vegas. <laughs> the other sense. He's dropping the other sense. Okay. I just drove to Vegas. All right. Took the wife's car, said, wife, mind mm-hmm. if I take the X, which has Otto Stiegler in it? And she came at you with, like, the rolling pin and... No, get out! <laughs> I don't want to drive the stupid ass. <laughs> no, she just triggered the Falcon Gullwing doors. Knocked him out. His head. Exactly. Knocked him solid. He's going nowhere. So I've obviously driven the X a fair bit, but not on not on really long drives. First so, time. So I drove all the way to Vegas. Ooh. Did a little thing. Yeah. Secret, because everything there is secret. Yeah. And then I drove back mm-hmm. with Autopilot 2.0. You didn't drive there with Autopilot? Yes, I did. Oh, you drove both ways. Both you, ways you didn't with make autopilot. that clear. I was unclear. I drove both ways with Autopilot. So uh, here's the summary. Tech. Tech, not autopilot. Does it, are we calling it tech now? Auto steer? Tech. We're not allowed to call tech it auto autopilot because uh, this show's in Germany, right? And we're not allowed to use autopilot right. in Germany. Isn't yeah. that how it works? That's right. 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 And, and in California, actually, they, they kind of slap Tesla as well. Yeah, so all I'm going right. to so, slap Mel. Ow! Tech 2.0, <laughs> all the way there, all the way back. Okay. We're getting an E in rating, X, I know now. In the X. Yeah. Let me tell you how it went. Ooh. I was texting, smoking uh-huh. cigarettes, no, you weren't. drinking tequila. First off, you don't know was, how to text. You don't know. You don't around. smoke cigarettes. <laughs> I, I don't even think you drink tequila, time. just Diet Coke. It was, I got to tell you, it was pretty nice. It's the first time I've driven to Vegas and felt completely refreshed when I got there. Because the X is nice. It's sitting up. You got the panoramic window. I'm looking at uh-huh. the donkeys and the cows and the dingoes and stuff as you go dingoes. through the desert. None, none of those <laughs> things are on the way to Vegas, <laughs> by the way. Oh, it's like a desert. There's a lot of windmills. A was great, that because you took some LSD before you took off? <laughs> they're the things I saw. Joshua Trees. And it basically drove itself the entire way. Yeah. Uh, I needed to go to Barstow and plug in, so I you know, got off and drove that bit. But 
it basically did everything. Did it get you off the freeway at Barstow? No, I don't like that because I saw some videos of people getting off and then they think the car was really driving you, but then it's speeding down the old <laughs> <ramp. It's> like, <laughs> But so, really very good. I had a few issues though. Okay. That's one so of the, one of 600 issues. miles of 600. driving. Yeah. Wow. That very 122 exciting. million miles of self-driving. I got 600 miles of it. <laughs> right. That's amazing. It Put really works exceptionally yeah. well. I think it's gotten way better than 1.0. It seems what like a 17-year-old. We've always said it's like a 16-year-old driving a car. Mm-hmm. It seems like a 17-year-old so driving a car. So it's grown up a year, in, a last, year. in the last week. It's That's impressive. Um, it really does see the car in front of the car in front of you. I didn't get into a crash or anything, so... It, must work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it's good. Amazing. Was there a lot of traffic? Were you at high freeway speeds? I was at high freeway speeds. And, yeah, it's not a lot of traffic. But, it was, but when I got back in LA, there's lots of traffic. And then it's stop and go, which is where it's at its best. Because then you just drive me because I can't stand this. So were you one of those people who sits like in the, the second, the slow lane and just kind of goes with the flow? Or were you trying to like get like, were you doing the Robert thing where you're like, I'm going a little faster nah, and getting around people? I stuck it on <laughs> 70 miles an hour. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I just stayed in the the right hand lane, which is the slow lane here in the states. Yeah, and I just said, "Drive me." I don't want to be changing and lanes. That That's was for it. old people. And it just did it. It was really very, very good. I've got to say, mm. I had it set at seven cars distance in front because they only be too cars close. At Seventy miles an hour. That sounds about right. And it really worked very well. But here's one issue. What? Let me try and explain it. Please. It's not going to work very well. There's a carpool lane here in the United States, Mm. and there is a white line that's on the inside of the carpool lane, and then two yellow lines, and then there's a white line on the other side of your lane. So it's clearly looking for white lines. So it tries to center itself between two white lines. Mm. And it turns out that if you're next to a carpool lane that has some yellow lines outside of the white line, and then it has some cat's eyes so that when you're asleep it goes boom, 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 and wakes you up, the car actually centers between the white lines and is actually right next to the cat eyes things. And so I found myself in that very bizarre situation where it's going, tugga, 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 tugga. it's pushed itself over because it's, it's between the two white lines, not in the actual middle of the real lane. Now it and it's hard to explain. I've got a video and I'll put it up online. It, it couldn't be the color. It has to be the contrast difference, right? I don't know right? what it is. Or it just has to be the programming of what it's seeing with if the camera. If you see white, do this. If you see yellow. But it clearly wasn't seeing these yellow lines. Which concerns me because there are plenty of highways that I've driven on that don't have white lines on both sides of the car. Right. And so now where are you centering and how safe is it? How close are you going to get to the debris that hangs out in the number one lane, which is the, quote, fast lane or the leftmost lane in the United States? And so there's debris there. There's bits of rubber yep. from busted tires, and there's, I don't know, baby bottles and all kinds of garbage that falls out of cars. Babies. Occasionally, the, <laughs> no the, babies. a couch. And then if you're not driving, <laughs> if you're not driving bag. away from that, yeah. then you're going to impact it and mess up your car. Yeah. You could, yeah. But the question is, is, do you think of the solution as maybe a setting where it's like center to the right line or center to the left line kind well, of I a think deal? You're both like bringing up the right thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trim. But it's still not. It's not self-driving. It's not self-driving. It's not self-driving. You still have to be in charge because of all these things that Robert's brought up and this thing with lanes and stuff. But if you're sitting there and you're kind of watching things, it's driving you along. It definitely reduces driver yeah. fatigue, but it's still not 100% self-driving. When you were, it's not for. When you no. were driving over the cat's eyes, did it feel like maybe it was like a – was? Mis- it was a massage chair kind of thing Tesla was trying yeah. to give you? Yeah. Like maybe it was on purpose. Maybe Elon was like, uh, an hour in, let's uh, let's wake him up a little. One other thing I noticed. Oh, 
Another it thing. never rains in California except when I drove to Vegas. It did rain. On uh, Monday morning. That's cool. And uh, raining fairly heavily. And guess what? Yep. Autopilot could see the lines way better than me. Auto steer, TAC 2.0. So I'm having a really hard time <laughs> seeing these lines and trying to keep between them. But if you're on the heads-up display, it could see them perfectly and it kept between them perfectly. And I'm like, wow, it's uh, better than my optics. So it must be using something better than my eyeballs. So let's just get to the bottom line. Bottom line, you enjoyed it. You I thought enjoyed it TAC was – you give TAC a thumbs up. I give it a thumbs up the way you should use it, on the freeway, when you can see properly – and knowing that you need to take over at any point in time in case there's a baby in the left-hand lane or whatever it is that's coming along, uh, very, very helpful. It makes me very excited for what could be possibly happening an hour from now. Did you run into a test loop uh, driver while you were there? No, I did not. I did. Did you? I was next to one of the... you were in the car to ASAP? No, I wasn't. (laughs) I was in Cabazon. Cabazon? Oh, Palm Springs. Yeah, yeah. the supercharger there. I parked next to... A uh, test loop black Model X. I tried to see if there was anybody in there. There wasn't. Hmm. And then while I was sitting there, so it's at the end of this parking lot, very big area. You know, it's the freaking desert. I'm not allowed to swear today, by the way. And so I'm uh, sitting there. I'm plugged in. I'm looking around. There's like a McDonald's. Eh, I'm a little bit hungry. I see there's like a Five Guys pizza nearby, um, burgers nearby. And all of a sudden, this tram drives up like at Disneyland. There's a nice woman and a guy driving it. And they're like, can we take you anywhere? I was like, what? They said, well, yes. We circle the parking lot and we come over here to the Tesla supercharger and we pick up the Tesla drivers and we bring them over to the Louis Vuitton, Gucci. Yeah, exactly. And we're all the food. And they drove us all the way to the food court. Had it been a half a mile yeah, away. Yeah, because the out. that's where the outlet mall that's it, is. That's right? where the supercharger yeah. is. So we went there. We got some food and we got out. Then you just go to the little help desk and you say, oh, would you call the tram for me? Is it an electric tram? It's an electric tram. Is it a Tesla? It's not it's electric. It's propane. No way it's electric. You don't think so? No. I didn't smell any exhaust. But then again, I didn't get underneath and look. <laughs> well, That's a great story. We'll look it up. I, well, don't look at me. I didn't ruin it. it I was just. It didn't make any putt-putt sounds. All right. I Maybe took a little was. video. Maybe it was a liquid, liquid natural gas. Yeah. Well, they have all those Let's find windmills. Out. I'll, Let's I'll move look on. it up. Nobody cares. You know what I'm most impressed is that I've now learned about the cat's eye. I didn't know that's what they were called. I thought they were called bumpy things. They're cat's eyes. There's a story about the guy that developed those who was apparently from Southern California. This will all be wrong. Uh, don't uh, I'm you know, looking at Wikipedia this. so I can fact check you. Some guy. We're going to do like the election now. <laughs> exactly. Real I'm time. Do the fact check. Uh, that some guy in LA did this and he got like a quarter of a cent per cat's eye that got laid down and he became Oof. a multimillionaire. That would be awesome, except that it's it here. It originated in the United Kingdom in 1933 yep, and is so. today used so, all over the world. So I was wrong. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Fact checking is really boring. <laughs> no. Fact checking sucks. Don't do it tonight during the debate. Do there not. are no facts. No. There will be none on was, either side. We got to give him credit. His name was Percy Shaw of Boothtown, Halifax, West Yorkshire, England. And that's a shout out to England, all of our English. Now, listeners. does it say anything there? Did he get a quarter of a cent per quetzal and became uh, hopelessly wealthy? You know, I'm, I'm, I did take speed reading, Evelyn Wood speed reading as a child, and, uh, uh, and it's not helping. <laughs> All right, let's do Model 3. The Move Model 3 is on. sold out. What? Electric. Wait a minute. Hold on. What does that mean? It's sold electric. out. Listen. Because we're talking electric. <laughs> sorry, electric. Um, what? what? Uh, did I jump the gun? Yeah. It's oh, electric. Sorry. So electric says uh, that um, <laughs> Elon confirms 
that the first 12 months of production of the Model 3 are sold out. That's totally different. That's not sold out. <laughs> sold out, sold out. Like, you can't get one. You can't That's a misleading. That's a clickbaiter. You can't get one in 2017 or so early if, 2018. Exactly. If you get one go, anyways. <laughs> if you want to go get a Model 3 today and say, look, I want to put my $1,000 down today, what it means is that you're yeah. not going to see nothing. No paint, no leathery smells. Until at least mid 2018. <laughs> smell. Yeah. But the interesting thing about this is it kind of gives us a glimpse into production if you think critically like I do. So now we're saying you get, you order today and you get a delivery date mid 2018. Work with me for a moment. Yes. That means Two years. that within the next 18 months, if he fulfills all the 400,000 orders he's already talked about, that's 400,000 units in 18 months. That's a lot more than I think this group of idiots, the three of us, thought he could get done well, in it, that time frame. Well, am, critical am I thinker, wrong about that? Yeah, you are wrong because <laughs> it's complete. he hasn't done it. Just because they say they're going to do it doesn't mean... They will. Right, but that's their mindset. This is what I'm saying. We've got an inside look into their mindset that they're like, we can get 400,000 done by mid-2018. Just because they're from Silicon Valley, and Silicon is very famous for the V, vaporware, doesn't mean they necessarily are are smoking the vaporware. (laughs) This is, has, well, you know, Tesla's never been late. Uh, they've never ever promised. <laughs> no. So you're probably right, Tom. You're probably right. They're going to do 400,000 the first but year. That's, but that, but that's their production goal, clearly. Yeah, well, who can't? Yeah, all right. <laughs> what do you want from me? Sure, that's their goal. That doesn't mean poopy pants to but me. But this is the first tiny bit of insight into that goal. I believe that. No, they've said all along they're going to do 500,000. I sound like Monty Python. <laughs> <laughs> do not. It's have... only a scratch. It's just a flesh wound, blood. <laughs> Now, here's another couple of things that come up. There's okay, a very good. complicated sort of thing here in Electric about whether you'll be able to get the federal tax credit for your Model 3 if you order today. And, you will not. And you yeah, probably I, won't I, be able to. Maybe you will. Read the article. But here's the thing that I find most interesting, reading the comments. A lot of people said, why do we have tax credits per manufacturer? It is the stupidest system ever. Why don't you have tax credits for every EV sold up to a certain point? That way... All the manufacturers, if they want to get the tax credit, will compete with each other to have great cars to sell as fast as they can. Instead, they can take their time because ah, we've got 200000 for our manufacturers. Because that would put us in some sort of a capitalistic country. And even though we keep harping that we are a capitalistic country, we are not. We are not. What are we? I thought we were living in an autonomous collective. Well, You're fooling yourself. I think. Small body body. <laughs> no. <laughs> what? <laughs> That was your Monty Python. <laughs> no, it's my Monty Python. It's my old man. It's my young man. It's my it's old woman. It's all. It's really the whole it's shooting it's match right there. The interesting thing, another interesting thing about the tax credit is in California, it seems to be over and it needs to be renewed. The money is currently gone for the $2,500 additional. Did you boys know that? It's gone? It's gone. Well, There's it was now gone at the beginning of the summer. Very gone. They haven't but, renewed it. They have not wait, renewed it. I thought as of, Governor at, Brown resigned all as the of bills. N- as of now, they have not renewed it. All right. So if you're in California, you're sad right checked. now. Uh, go I ahead. believe it's been renewed, but it has been modified so that if you make over 
And I don't remember what the number is. I think it's $150,000. I can't be completely sure that you don't get the full $2,500 anymore. You only get $2,000. But if you're a low-income earner, and again, I don't know what the cutoff was. I have it in notes buried somewhere that you'll get not 2500 but 3000 So basically, they're shifting the funds towards lower-income families to help to support buying an electric car like $1,000 really matters. Yeah, look it up. Let's see if it's been signed up. While he's looking that up. Last the, time, it wait, was not. There's more. What? So what? talking about will people get the tax credits, I bet you that there is a group of engineers, probably the engineers that didn't do as well in engineering but still know math, sitting up there at Tesla, and they're calculating when will we when will we uh, deliver that 200,000th car? Because they have to deliver it on like midnight of the very last day of a quarter, right? Because even though they made 200,000 cars, and that's the cutoff for the $7,500 federal tax credit, for the next two quarters, they continue to reap that $7,500 tax credit on cars sold. No, it, re- how- it reduces at that point, does no, it not? No, it does not. You get a, you get a, a period of, uh, uh, I, think, I think it's one quarter. So basically they want to deliver at the beginning, the first day of a quarter, their 200,000th car. Then that whole quarter they get to sell with a 7,500 rebate. And the following quarter they get to sell 7,500 rebate. Then it goes down half and then it cuts in half again. Okay, so at 200,000, then they say, we're going to cut you off after two more quarters? Correct. So they, uh, could, de- they could deliver... I don't know, two hundred thousand, a hundred thousand, three hundred thousand cars what, so in a they, quarter. So if they do two hundred thousand, stop. As you said, quarters. and then they did a million in the next quarter, they would get federal tax credits <laughs> yes. for all those. Yes. Wow, that'd be cool. Not gonna happen. <laughs> okay, let's do the Chevy Bolt ride along, and everybody outside the United States could give a crap about our federal tax credits. All right, I got it. Thank you. Well, We're but on. this also matters to the people who are outside of the United States because if they get close to that two hundred thousandth car, and they want to delay, where are they going to? What are they going to do with their production? Oh, Europe, you can have a car now. Yeah. Oh, Australia, we'll send you five cars. Australia's on the wrong side. Their steering wheel's on the other side. Well, but still, they could shift their manufacturer process around so that they then pump out a ton of foreign delivery cars and hold back on U.S. delivery cars to kind of, quote, game nice the system. Nice way to try and save it, but again. 500,000 cars in a parking lot <laughs> ready for delivery? I don't think they can do that. Yeah. I don't think they have the flow yeah. for that. No. But yeah. talking about parking lots, you know, they've decided now to expand the factory. Oh, we can't even right. get into that in this show. There's Tom, a lot involved in that thing. Tom didn't even want to say that they could get bigger, but it sounds like they're going to get quite a bit bigger. Twice as big. They didn't can. we do that last week? Didn't we talk about the fact that the factory yeah. is going to be twice as big? We and if did, you then yeah. uh, dread not it, you're going to get 10 times as many cars out, so they'll be able to put uh, out like 20 billion million cars. cars. Dread we not it. Yeah, we did. All right, Chevy Bolt, right along. Ladies all the, ham- all the hamsters can have cars. <laughs> Inside EVs has a Chevy Bolt. <coughs> I had a cough, man. What the f- is wrong with you? Oh. He's going to blow his nose. Why don't you fart now? <laughs> there you go. Good. Now we've gotten it all out. Thank you, the interesting subscribers. Thing- <laughs> The interesting thing about this... Can I say it first? What? Why don't you restart? Inside... (laughs) Chevy Bolt Ride-Along. InsideEVs.com has a video that shows the Chevy Bolt from inside and outside, and uh, here's a couple of things we've learned. Looks like uh, there's a lot of headroom there. Looks like there's a lot of leg room. Um, It looks like a really nice car. If you look at the internal volume of that car, it's a lot. Tom, what else did you want to say about this? You've, you've got a lot of notes. 
So this ride along was part of the this is an inside EV article that we're talking about. Yeah. But the ride along was posted by the Los Angeles Times, our local newspaper, where the the gentleman was from the Times. He he rode the car from the Monterey down the the Chevy approved path, right. and ended up with like almost two hundred and eighty miles of range theoretically in his drive. Made me very excited for the Bolt. I don't love the inside. I don't love the two-tone seats. Let me ask you this, Robert. I've been waiting to ask you this question for a couple of days now. Yes. The one that you drove, did it also have two-tone internal seats? You know, Tom, oh, I only on. care whether or not my butt is cradled did nicely. Did you have a picture of it? I don't really give a shit about the color of the seats. Wow. Neither do I. Tom is an artist. We're learning, we're lean, we're learning about Tom. That's right. And so the visual means a lot to him. He it could be a made, lot of time with dolls. It could look like pretty pants, so like it. And just so you know, there's a lot, a lot, a lot of internet chatter. A lot. Did a I mention lot? that there How was much? a lot of it? A lot right. of internet chatter. Some would say a shit ton. Oh, okay, so uh, there's a metric ton, there's an American ton, and there is a shit ton. Shit ton, yeah. yeah. Uh, the local dealer, the local Van Nuys dealership, I won't na- say its name, but it's Case. a local van. <laughs> they, they got an allocation. The owner tweeted or mentioned or posted somewhere that their allocation was like 78 cars and that half of them were already were already accounted for, had deposits yes. for them. So the other half are ready for people to put so, deposits so on. So you don't have any deposits down? I don't because that was the first I had heard that there was a list. There's nothing listed on the Bolt website about – that so now what car are you going to get tom if it's two-tone seats well yeah i'm sure i don't know Let's say the seats are the right color for tom are you going to get yeah there they if are. it com- when it comes out seats if, gray if, and dark gray yep. when it comes out i'm going to go look at it i'm going to get in it i'm going to drive it around if it's lovely that's the car i'm going to buy i'm telling it's, you that right now it's going to be the one i'm going to buy i'm going to i'm going to uh, double down with you so i've got a grandfather can we go together and get a deal maybe Fleet pricing got a grandfather do you he's getting a new car is he your grandfather? He's my wife's grandfather, but I look after him. So he's my he's your wife's father, actually, technically, is he not? He is. And uh, <laughs> he wants to – he's 83. Engineer, Great man. Good man. Very good man. And uh, engineer, he's like, you know, I'm 83, and I've had this car for 10 years, and I want some toys. All right? Can I get some toys up in here? So he's an engineer. He's like, I want some toys to play with. Speedboat, World War II fighter jet. A Tesla Chevy Model Bolt. S. Chevy Bolt. So he's like, I'm, I went – I want to get the bolt. I'm going to get a bolt because it's got 200 miles range. It's all I need. And I'm excited. So we should hold hands and skip on down to keys and say, give us two. That's what we should do. What color does he want? I know what color I want. Uh, I don't know. Blanco. Really? See. Si. You want no. it green. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> My Spanish is not too good. That is terrible. <laughs> well, and then there's the, the interesting thing. There are a bunch of posts – out there that you can find them inside EVs, other places, and you can look at sort of what's available on them. So there's this package called Ooh, tell me about your package. Driver Confidence 2 package comes with the pre- only if you get the Premier trim. There's the LT trim and there's the Premier trim. Those are the two main trims. And then there's some options. And Driver Confidence 2 includes forward collision alert. Hey, low, watch it! You're gonna crash. Low, low, <laughs> low speed front automatic braking. Whatever that is. Ooh, right. Well, Tesla's supposed to yeah, have yeah. that. Lane assist. 
Let me help you with that. That sounds like warning with lane tack. departure warning. Mm. I'm warning you. Front pedestrian braking. I don't know what that means. That means maybe a pedestrian can stop your car <laughs> right a, near it. It's, it's Superman a, mode. It's an odd way to nice. name it or whatever, but it's it, and more and more autonomy coming online. What the what? What does that mean? They've got I, sensors I, exactly. and stuff in there that they can over-the-air upgrade? What does that mean, indeed? Mm, curious. Yeah, I think that... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. That is fascinating. But there's some good things happening with the Bolt. I am very excited for Why? Chevrolet. Why are they slowly leaking out information in a way that is obviously meant to make us read about this every week instead of just telling us what the hell this thing is. Because their PR department might be full of duty? Well, they might be geniuses. It's very hard to – they just keep leaking a bit more info, a little bit more info. So here's the deal. But you like it. You're going to buy one. I like it enough to take it seriously and go and see it with my eyes wide open because of the fast charging – and because it has more range, faster, charging? faster charging, okay. fastish charging. Actually, you it's, call a, it? it's a seven hundred and fifty dollar upgrade. It is seven hundred and in the comments. Oh my goodness, ladies and gentlemen, very much anger. Yes, very much anger. Very in much the com- rude. This in the comments. Words. What what is wrong with the people? They're like seven hundred and fifty bucks for fast charging. Why would you buy it with fast charging? I don't need fast charging. Why should I pay for it? I don't want a moon roof. What the f- Really? Well, Let's all get along. Kumbaya, people. They really just want their F-150. I don't think that's what it is. They're on the, the comment section Let of the Let me just thing. tell you again, and I want to predict that this car is going to sell like the cakes that are quite warm. You would call them hot cakes. But it cannot sell anywhere near the amount. Okay. Okay. We just spoke a few minutes ago about 400,000 units in 18 months by the people of the Tesla. Yes. The show that this is named after. Yes. The company that the show is named well, after. Well, soon it might have to be called Talking <laughs> Bolt if we keep getting bolts up in this place. Go right? on. And they're going to make 400,000 units in 18 months is what they want to do. Fingers crossed. Let's make it happen. Chevy's kind of limited to maybe 50,000 units. I by it was 32. Well, 30, 32, I think, was like the initial thing. But right. I think LG said, mm, we can do like 50,000. Like, they can't end. make more batteries than 50,000. Right. Is that what they're saying? Yeah. <gasps> so that's, that's upsetting. That's upsetting. In, in, in a uno year de los calendarno. <laughs> I understand Spanish, but I did not understand that. I understood it perfectly, which is very upsetting. So there are only going to be a maximum of thirty to 50,000 of these a year. That's upsetting. There is probably going to be a wait list for this car. That's how well I think this thing is going to sell. So what would you call that selling like? You wouldn't call it selling like oh, hotcakes in would that say particular. Hotcakes. Let's say you got 10 hotcakes like and you sell them all really fast. Uh-huh. That's selling like hotcakes. Okay. Now – if you have uh, one hot cake and you sell it really fast. If you have one hot cake and you sell it really fast, that's also selling like a hot cake. That's technically selling like a hot cake. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you had 10,000 bolts and you sold them all really fast, that's like hot cakes. If you had 50,000 and you sell them all fast, that's like hot cakes. Okay. Uh, I don't know what I'm saying anymore. Analogy <laughs> confirmed. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> so let's talk about this BWS. This show is great. <laughs> you know, I don't want to diss anybody, but um, I – on my drive to Vegas, I was listening to uh, one of the other Tesla podcasts. <laughs> How what, was it? Which one? I'm not going to say. Oh, okay. But I will say for sure, this is by far the most immature of all of these. Was it, was it <laughs> Tesla oh, by far? Was it, I think that one may have been named after a Metallica tune. 
We'll just leave it there. <laughs> okay. Let's move on and do VW's $15 billion this diesel one. settlement. Robert's written down a lot of words. <laughs> so I many hope he words. doesn't say all the words. In fact, I don't think he wrote them. I think he went control C, control P, the I, entire article. I did a lot of control <laughs> But you have the floor. Robert, you di- have the floor. I was distracted this weekend, but I found these articles. There were two that were about the Europeans and their electricity <laughs> and their cars. And this one was interesting because this is the settlement that supposedly was approved yesterday, but I haven't seen the news, uh, by the federal court judge here in the United, United of States against the diesel-spewing, lying, and cheating VW manufacturer. And so they've got a fifteen billion. Actually, they say fifteen billion. It's really like fourteen point seven billion. But who's counting? Right. You you just counted. Yeah. Yeah. A million think. here, a million there. After a while, it's so it up. Ten billion goes to the poor sods who bought those cars. <laughs> poor sods. Yeah. So like you know, VW. I wonder what's going to happen to these cars. Think about the carbon footprint of this debacle. The cars can't be used in the United States, or at least in the carb states, because they can't pass smog check. So they're, I guess, going to go to the other states because when VW buys them back, they're not going to crush them or anything. The other states? Like the states in South America? No. Or the other states in America? The non-carb states. Right? No, that's not going to happen. They can't just move them other places. Sure. Why not? Do they care in Wyoming or in or in in? I go to the know, coast. That's disheartening. That better be part of the deal that that doesn't happen. No, I don't think it is because this deal sounds no, like it's pretty open. No, they were supposed to fix them. Nope. What happened to the fixy thing? They they could fix them, but that's if they could fix them, and I don't know that they could oh, fix them. This is making me very it's unhappy. very sad. I don't yeah. like this. So two and eight, two point seven billion goes to mitigate environmental damage. I don't know what that means. Like buy a bunch of trees and plant them. Which word don't you understand? Mitigate or environmental damage? What do we? What do I need to explain to you? There? <laughs> How do you mitigate all this crap that went up in the air, landed on all of the icebergs and all of the glaciers, and they're now melting as a result? Send like 10,000 Germans out with, with bottles of Dawn to, ah, walk, to clean the off. glaciers. That's a great idea. Thanks. Well, walking around on the glaciers won't yeah. have any effect on them either. No. And so <laughs> then there's the last part, which is the most important part, applying to us here at Talking Tesla. And that is the $2 billion that is supposed to finance EV education and infrastructure. And this one, a lot of controversy about this. Yes, there's a lot of screaming and upsetness because the way that VW gets to spend this money is kind of open, open to their own discretion. And some of the charger companies are upset and worried, I guess, that they're going to be shut out. Vivo spends this money how we see fit. (laughs) Money puffing? (laughs) No, that was Hitler. <laughs> okay. nice. Well, it's a new year, you know. It's a new year. He can sin all he wants. He's got till next year to make up for it. So why are they worried? They're worried that VW is going to fund this charging network that's then going to crush their paid for pay pay per use charging network. Is yeah. that what they're worried about? I, I expect, although there's only one charging company that's really charge points. Well, right. like, but a bunch but of a, them, yeah. 28 companies and organizations signed a don't pick winners and losers letter. Yeah. I wonder what's going to happen. But for me, really, if you look about how many gas stations there are out there, I think maybe one of you guys I did this. this. You did that. Yeah. We are so far behind. I mean, it's so challenging now to yeah, drive ahead, an electric notes, car. Robert. That's cool. Whatever. No, I don't care. I don't want to read <laughs> They're in purple anyway. That's uh, What? That's oh, that's not very, my car. You got very close there, didn't you? 
Very close to being inappropriate. You should even cut out the thought process that he just went through right there. So, yeah, there's some 28 companies and organizations pissed off. ChargePoint is probably the one that we've all heard of more than anything. And EVgo, they didn't sign the letter. So you know what? Good for them. I say good for you, EVgo, because in 10 years, the $2 billion Volkswagen is being forced to spend on a charging network, and who doesn't want that to happen, is going to hopefully be a drop in the bucket because there are, and I'm going to quote some stats right now, 168,000 gas stations in the United States. And I don't know about you, most of the ones that I go to have six pumps, maybe 10, even more. So I don't know what the actual number of pumps is. There are currently 14,400 or so electric stations with 2.4 pumps per station. Let's just call them pumps for sake of this argument. So that's a long way to go to flip that entire fleet. And what I will say is there's only 1,900 DC fast chargers and only 4,200 plugs. So what I will say to the people who are up in arms about all this, settle down. If you're so concerned that Volkswagen is going to take over your charging network infrastructure, spend your own damn $2 billion. If you think it's such a good business, make the business. Well, but that, that doesn't... Thank you. You're welcome, Tom. That doesn't make the point that most people will end up charging their cars at home. So the charging system or the refueling system is a paradigm shift. What we really need are the chargers on the highways so that we could link the cities so that people can do their 200 miles or 300 miles, charge up quickly. We need the fast DC chargers along the highway more than anything else. Right. And apartment buildings. But they could do this. Fast DC charging. And apartment buildings is a big thing, but even outside of apartment buildings, places in parking lots where people can go, if they live in apartment buildings and their landlords won't install chargers mm-hmm. in their place, as much info, the more you have, the more people are like, oh, I can charge my car there. Oh, I can charge my car there. I guess I can buy a car. I can charge my car there. That's a down point. Okay. It costs about five. 50000 to 100000 from what I could tell right now, to install a DC fast charger. Those are about the prices that I found. Permits, transformers make that cost up to the 100000 if you need a new transformer. If you don't need a transformer, it's closer to the $50,000 number. So $2 billion, if they just built fast chargers, that's 20,000 fast chargers. And they could cover the highway network pretty uh, big well. Big time. Yeah. So like, what? where is the downside to this? Anyone? Mel? Uh... I'm not selling electricity, so uh, it's all good, bro. (laughs) Robert? I think the main problem is that they are not – the concern is that VW is not being controlled or directed adequately on how they spend this money. Well, I think there's one thing we've learned from VW. They can be trusted to do the right thing. Okay? (laughs) (laughs) Can we agree on that at least? And if they just do level two chargers, which we know are, you could put a level two charger in a lot of places for a thousand bucks, fifteen hundred bucks. How many level two chargers is this in the world? It's impossible to work out. There's no math. <laughs> there's no math that can determine what that is. But it'll be a lot. Hey, oh, let's talk about ultra fast. 350 kilowatt charging station that's going to go into Europe. Please explain. Europa. So Audi, BMW, and some other European manufacturers. So they've ordered, they've developed these 350 kilowatt fast chargers. There's actually a picture of it on electric. Electric, exactly. Now, let's just put this in context for a second. Currently, Tesla's supercharger does how many kilowatts? Currently, it's like a pun. Oh, that's funny. I didn't even know. 
they're rated the really fast ones at 135, I think, kilowatts. So this that's is a, twice that's a wishful as fast. amount. More than twice as fast. You know, it's interesting when you go and plug in your when you go and plug in your Tesla now. Instead of saying, uh, it, it adds additional information. It doesn't just tell you how many miles per hour you are getting a charge. Mm-hmm. It tells you how many kilowatts well, you're I've getting. I noticed that, on which my is last good trip. because only some of the real geeky listeners. Such as myself will actually calculate how many kilowatts the you know you multiply amps times volts you get kilowatts and so uh, you have to carry the zeros anyway so if you do that you'll notice that the the superchargers are not that hot they I got up to eighty you eighty ninety BFD yeah what this the hell three fifty if you could really do this I could get my two hundred miles charge in five minutes so this is the deal is that you know Tesla kind of stretches it. Kind of you mean lies? It? No, I didn't say that. Is that what you mean by stretching it? Stretching very, the truth? Is I that what you're referring very to? very disappointed when I looked and saw how many. So now when I go on to the ChargePoint app, mm-hmm. which we all use, of course. It's a great yeah, app. Big time. Yes, we do. I put in the notes mm-hmm. how many kilowatts I'm receiving. Because I like to look back oh. at the notes and see, well, last time I was here, how many kilowatts did I get? And you know what I'm noticing? Uh-huh. 58, 64, oh. 73. So I have a question. Have I gotten 120 ever? No. no. I have a question then. So when the Model 3 event happens tonight, is he going to say it comes with not so fr- not so supercharging? <laughs> We're just going to call it charging. <laughs> not so supercharging included. Infracharging. <laughs> we'll just call it charging. What is this car in this photo on this electric site, though? Does anyone have an idea? I thought it was the I, uh, Insanity by BMW, but it's clearly not that car. And... And what's with the dude in his, like, pose with the coffee? Because he can't even drink that whole coffee cup before the car is recharged. I have a question. The car is... Com- <laughs> Did I forget it was a radio show? <laughs> it actually looks to me like this is Photoshopped. Yeah, yeah, this is all Photoshopped, and people can't see it, so whatever. I have a question. <laughs> Please. How thick is your pipe? <laughs> <laughs> and when I say I your pipe... I think you should be asking the small-handed man that question. I... I want to know how thick your pipe is to get 350 kilowatts through it. Oh, it's thick, Mel. It, this, <laughs> this article... Indi- <laughs> it's going to have to be ginormous. Thick, that sort of rhymes with another word, but I'm not going to say that word. Really? I mean, it's going to have to be a thick pipe. Well, this is why I think Tesla was working on cooled cables, right? Up at the Computer History Museum in uh, Silicon Valley, they had installed a whole row, a whole bank of superchargers that had a cable that was about a half an inch in diameter. Really thin, really light, very easy for the older women who don't have strong bones to manipulate and put into their cars. Okay, Mr. Trump. Wow. The old men. Well, old men tend to have small, higher mass and stronger small people muscles. With small muscles. So, but they got rid of they it. They got rid of it because I guess, you know, once in a while the little cooling device breaks down, but maybe they're going to work on a version 2.0, but I think that's how you have to do it. And in this article, it actually indicates that the cables are cooled. Well, so theoretically, if you really could charge at 350 and you could actually max it out, that would be on average three times faster than you're charging right now. So you could get 200 miles into your Tesla. Usually that takes 30 or 40 minutes in around 10 minutes. Yeah. That would be amazing. I want that. Can I'll, I have it? Can I have it now? Could I have is it, it ready? Is it ready? I'll have that. I'll have three. Well, so what excited me was it would be nice to see this in conjunction with the f- two billion that uh, VW has to spend coming down the pipe as these super fast chargers along the highways 
of America. Okay, to that end, let me ask you this question. Would you rather, maybe this is our poll question, would you rather have VW put in 20,000 current DC charge technology chargers or being like 50 kilowatts? Whatever they are, whatever like the CCSs are averaging, whatever that number is, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. 20,000 of those with their $2 billion, which would go a long way and is probably sufficient for most people things for most of them or let's call it 5000 of these because it's probably they're probably an order of magnitude I learned that in the, yeah, show, the show order of magnitude more in cost what do you think what would you rather have them spend their money on on the modern on the faster yeah okay without I, a I think so too I think uh, let's move it forward let's go fast fast right. chargey chargey now the question I have ladies and gentlemen boys and girls and I, I didn't read this article because I missed it is uh, one of the one thing is to get the electrons in there really fast. So they've got a big pipe and they're pushing it really hard and they're getting them in. How's the battery going to accept that much charge that fast? Depends on how cool you can keep the battery when it's getting charged. Because when you're moving the electrons, you're getting friction and heat. And so the batteries heat up, they degrade. If you can keep the batteries well cooled, Tesla's good at that. Mm, it's going to yeah. accept it with aplomb. But maybe it comes down to the situation where... Well, we're going to talk about in one of the letters that we got where the battery capacity is really a little more than the usable capacity, mm-hmm. like the 60 to 75 software disabled kind of thing. Right. And then you are you can charge super fast up to that usable point, right. and then the and it, it leaves your battery not really in any danger, right? It's more of like a hardware safety device in that sense, So right? you can put 350 kilowatts into your battery and you can charge it up 5%. At that speed, <laughs> no. and that has to go back down to uh, eighty. <laughs> it's not going to be that helpful. No, I don't think that's good. But what I'm saying is, is you know what I'm saying, like where you just don't it fill just the depends. batteries. It just depends on how much batteries cost. When battery cost comes down, it's not going to be such a big issue. It's as if you said, you know, the gas tank on the car cost a bunch of money. When we can produce a cheap gas tank, we can put a bigger one in. Well, it's also the weight of it. So what you're saying is, you put in a 500 kilowatt battery and you only fill it to 100 therefore you could fill up really quick but it would still be very heavy 500 kilowatt hour battery thank you thank you for putting again in it's <laughs> so i don't get in trouble the range is 20 percent to 80 percent. that's like the ideal range to keep your battery remember when we talked to the um battery expert that we had on months ago he no, basically said that that, that tesla battery if you really filled it all the way up could probably get 500 or a thousand miles on it already they are really uh, filling it to way under capacity so for safety for safety reasons as we've seen with galaxy and duration duration stuff exploding galaxy note commentary that's Mm, harsh man let's move on though that's very interesting uh a little rant i've got a little rant uh (laughs) npr i said rant uh (laughs) npr is a story and this story is like many of these stories there's a new solar development that's uh, occurring or potentially is going to occur outside of las vegas this is a big molten rock based thing like they have right now it's salt yeah the salt rock so i was driving into vegas ladies and gentlemen boys and girls and uh, the ivan path is that what it's called ivan ivan pa ivan pa has uh, these mirrors that go up and they take the sun and they mirror it at this molten salt the, the rock word thing. is reflect thank you they mirror it <laughs> at this molten rock it is the most awesome-looking thing as you're driving down the freeway. You go next to this thing. Did it blind it's glowing. You? It's a little distracting, but not too much. It's just awesome to see it. It's amazing and it's bright. Was that your first time seeing that? No, I've seen it a couple of oh, times. Okay. But I actually, it's pretty it's cool. It's probably the first time I've seen all three running. Anyway, yeah. there, it's amazing. So after the sun goes down, this molten rock is so hot. It stays hot for hours so they can actually generate 
uh, energy all night. Anyway, there's a group that's uh, proposing to create one that's way bigger than this, or two or three of them that are way bigger than this, like a $5 billion are going to be put into this thing. It's going to be huge. It could actually um, give enough electricity to California and Vegas and other places for well over a million houses. It says 650000 here in the Now, that's only one part of it. It's actually more than that. It oh, okay. could be two to three times nice. that big. But then you have these local environmentalists saying, but that's bad because there's the honey nut squirrel beetle that lives on the ground there, <laughs> and thing. you don't want to uh, upset the honey nut beetle squirrel <laughs> nut thing. I don't know what they're worried about. Um, so that's bad. So turtles. they're sort of putting up these, uh, don't put it here, don't put it here, don't put it here. And the Maybe. rant that I want to have is say, if you're an environmentalist, I think you need to have a big picture. We are destroying the planet. We really need to get as much renewable energy as possible and clean. And if that means that the beetle squirrel nut has to get moved over to the left a little bit, that's better than burning up the whole planet. And I'm just saying to those people who really get bent out of shape about some small local environmental issue over the bigger picture that we need a massive amount of renewable energy, I would like you people to put it in perspective. That's all I'm saying. I think I appreciate that point of view. However... Everything I read, a lot of the things, not everything, but a lot of the things that I read, the most efficient way to distribute solar because of transmission efficiencies and storage efficiencies is locally. So what if this company just was like, I'm going to build a $5 billion power plant on top of the roofs of all of these people in this neighborhood, and then it's distributed, they put some battery packs on there so it's usable at night? Why isn't that a better solution? That yeah. is, you still need... Big power generation places in addition to distributed. This is all part of the same thing. We have to create so much more energy as we take off coal-fired plants, as we all go to EVs. We need a lot more capacity, and it has to be a mix of both local and big uh, ones like this. So it sounds like when I bought – when we bought our house, you had to sign away the mineral rights under your property, right? So we don't own any of the oil down there. If I did, I'd say, leave the shit in the ground, but I can't. They're still pumping it out. I drill, baby, drill. Yeah. No, I wouldn't. I'm just kidding. And so what these companies really need to do, instead of putting solar on people's roofs, is just to take one lot out of each, whatever, four-block area and convert it to battery storage. Everybody, we're going to take a lot out of each neighborhood, and we're going to put batteries on it. And then we're going to put the solar panels on your roof, and we're basically going to do it free of charge, which is actually what Solar City is doing now. Solar City is putting batteries, uh, they're putting solar on your roof, and you don't have to pay a dime for it. All you have to do is say, yes, I will pay for electricity at whatever dollars a month, which is less than what I'm already paying now. You know, why people don't do it, I don't know, but they should put their money into promoting that, to going door to door and say, hey, we're going to put it on your roof. If we have to upgrade your roof, we'll do that too. Maybe they can do that with the new Solar City roof product. We'll find out in that launch announcement soon. Right, but don't expect it to be on time. No, it'll be, I think it's uh, June 2030. And so the bottom line that I thought from this is that the reason they're going to Nevada is because, one, Nevada is kind of one of those states where I think the environmental controls are a little lower. Red state? Yeah. And then they're going to be pumping all of that electricity 24-7 to all the air conditioners and lights of Las Vegas because Las Vegas is not going to be making electricity from Hoover Dam because I don't know if you've seen the level of the water on Hoover Dam lately, but it is so low that it's exposing things like planes that crashed during world war ii and they were just filling the place up. jimmy hoff is walking up and like hey i'm here <laughs> 
So uh, that was my little rant. Um, I should say that I was at Mandalay Bay for a little conference there, and I looked out one of the little window windows of Mandalay Bay. Boom! Solar array the size of a small planet out there yeah. made me feel good inside. It's great. It's big. It's you can economics. see it from the Google from the Google Maps. You can see the whole thing. It's pretty cool. Right? It is huge. Now, uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I've got to talk to you about Going Zero. Please. So Going Zero was this idea of this podcast within a podcast where I started to talk about how I'm going to take my little company and go to zero carbon uh, emissions. But it turns out, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, as I'm creating this podcast, I realize what I'm really creating is a podcast for electric vehicle and renewable energy newbies. I go through this thing with uh, Jess and Dave about why they should get a uh, Model S or an X and how it charges and how quickly it charges and what's the range. And and I realize that it's not really the right place for it necessarily in Talking Tesla because all of the people who are listening to the show basically already know all this stuff and going to find it really boring. I don't know if that's true. Do you believe it? I think that we should – if that's true what's happening now, then we need to dedicate a portion of each show – to that educational thing, and maybe that portion of each show is going zero. I'm concerned. I don't want you to open another podcast can of podworms. I was I was thinking what no. I need to do is start another podcast that's just about the basics for the newbies, so that the talking Tesla people go. I don't want to hear about how fast my car charges when I plug it in the wall. I know how fast it charges. I want to hear the new and interesting stuff. I think that there's actually three camps. There are the Trace Campos. There are the died in the wool. I'm on Tesla Motors Club forum four hours a day. Tesla enthusiasts. That's Robert. That could teach us something. That's Robert. Then there's us in the middle who are very interested, but still maybe don't know how to use the the switch to turn the fan on and off of your AC. That's or Mel. How to open up the charge port door. And I, then there are the people who may have just bought a Tesla. Right. I don't know if you've been out doors lately i'm not part of any of that i say two out of every four teslas i see that's a half have no (laughs) plates on them more math (laughs) they have no plates they say you know tesla or whatever the little zero emissions zero Zero emissions on the back and i'm like hmm these that twenty four thousand five hundred cars they produced last quarter yeah they're all in west los angeles oh for sure they're all in los angeles they're everywhere i was at this i was on santa monica boulevard there was a tesla next to me a tesla behind me and a Tesla coming the other direction. I see four X's every day now in yeah. basically the same place. Do you live on a Tesla Motors plant or something? <laughs> <laughs> and when I meet some of these owners, they know squat. They still don't know. Well, are you charging off your roof? No, that would be a great idea. So when I talk to these folks, God bless them. They bought a Tesla. I'm all for that. I think we still need to support them. So maybe they're not even interested in our show in the first place, so we shouldn't talk about them. But So let's make going zero at the end. Yeah, so we'll maybe that's the compromise. I'm going to do we're going to do the usual show, right? And I'm going to continue to develop this new show within a show we're calling uh, Going Zero. We're going to put that at the end. If you don't want to listen to the stupid, boring stuff, you won't listen to it. And I'm going to have a show within that show about the little <laughs> tiny plastic things you can buy for a quarter when you go to like the convenience stores. Do you think we're living in a simulation? If we've got a show within a show within a show, maybe Could you be. lost me on that one. Let's do letters. Let's <laughs> do letters. And uh, the first one was Chris Bibble. Biddle. Those are B-Ds. Chris Biddle. <laughs> What's wrong with me? I don't if you're, know. If there's a linguist- These are the easiest words ever and you can't get them. The customers, Pronouns. the listeners, have started to send in the pronunciations of their names because they're so afraid of what you're going to do to them. And when they don't, this is what you do. Chris Biddle becomes Chris Bibble. <laughs> it's I can't. that dyslexia. I, I've got problems. 
You're a broken man. You know, like 60% of the CEOs of Fortune 500 companies are dyslexic. And then there's you. I thought they, and were, then me- I thought they were megalomaniacs. <laughs> who, yeah. uh, anyway, he says uh, – it basically, it's about the, the bolt and um, – You've already talked about some of those issues with the bolt and the different types of bolts you'll be able to get. Yeah, he talked about the key Chevy. We talked about that. Uh, he said I should get on the list. I think you're correct. Again, we talked about the angry, angry comments. Come on, people. Settle down. Let's all be friends. Let's pretend that we're a happy, loving EV community trying to spread happiness. Why can't we be friends? Why can't we be friends? Why can't we have singing lessons? Um, what's this next guy's name? Rasmus, Rasmus Begler. Begler. Rasmus Begler. It's a big, long thing that he sent us here, but basically it says he's in another country. Which country is he from? Sweden. He's from Sweden. Sweden. And he uh, said, look, uh, Tesla's been really bad about getting back to him. He's just getting an S, and then they don't call him back, and it's kind of a pain. He's getting an X. An XDL. An XDL. PD, XP90D. I don't know what the L is. What's the L? Ludicrous. Oh my That's God. an extra 10 grand for extra Apparently, speed. Apparently, Erasmus has some cash mush. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's going for the whole Monty. He's very unhappy. I can't. He wasn't is... really happy with the service center or the service, and he's saying, I just got this question. When Model 3 comes along, with all these cars spewing forth, what's going to happen? And I say the summary is, yeah, selling a lot of cars is going to put a lot of stress on the service centers and a lot of stress on the support. And I'm sure they're thinking about it, but I think a lot of us are worried about the supercharger network. What? And the service centers mm-hmm. and lots of things. And it's going to require a huge amount of cash to make all this work properly. And Elon just said, we don't need cash right now. We're good. We're flush. This is one of my biggest concerns about this whole Model 3 thing moving forward. I waited recently four hours to get tires installed at a Tesla uh, service center. The sales staff in the local stores I find to be, let's call it somewhat knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. They're not superstars of mm-hmm. Tesla information. And then... They would literally need at least four times as many service centers in the first two years. And that's a lot of cash and, more importantly, a lot of brain power to train those people. So we're talking about just repair people alone? Oh, my goodness. Well, think about if they're making a car that is more modular, easier to build, would be also easier to service. So you could just plug and unplug things. They're not going to be dicking around with spark plugs and extra wiring because most of the moving parts aren't there because it's an electric car. And so I think that will simplify things, but I agree. You need to have the infrastructure behind it. I hope that they're engineering that as well as they're engineering the dreadnought and the car. But what about like the things that – what are there not things that are problems with the cars, mechanical things that need to be fixed? But people get in fender benders. They get in accidents. Mm-hmm. It takes forever to get a door skin or a front panel. You've, you've had this problem. There's not even that many places to do body work in Los Angeles yeah, alone. Yeah, but that's because our cars have aluminum body, and that is a order of magnitude more complicated. And More for difficult. sure, we're not going to have aluminum on no. this model. 3. No, they no, said he's steel, making it out of steel, steel body for right. that reason because yeah. bending aluminum is difficult. All right, although expensive. I can do it with my hands around my Diet Coke here, like this. Well, you're an aluminum machiner. <laughs> Matt Atkinson's letter is next. Matt Atkinson is saying that every new home in Europe is going to have to have electric charging points from the Guardian, and uh, I love this. 
a lot of the Europeans there are saying we're not going to have any gas cars by 2030. Now they're saying in a lot of places you have to put in an EV charger in every house. I think this is great. I think this moves things forward. In California, according to my electrician, you have to, when you build a new home, have the wiring ready for a 240-volt EV charger. You don't actually have to wire it in, but you have to have it ready so that if somebody buys a car, it's a very simple plug-and-play kind of thing. So even in California, we're doing some of this. I like it. Infrastructure is key. Unfortunately for Matt, he's from the UK, they Brexited. Oh, yeah, that was funny And he to did watch. say, uh, you should go and vote because uh, of the Brexit. Everybody in England was going, oh, it's not going to pass, it's fine. And he was saying, Trump could get in, you should go vote. An engaged electorate is the critical factor in a true democracy. And as Captain Kirk would say, engage. <laughs> nerd alert. There is a, <laughs> we need a, like a sound effect for uh, nerd alert. Let's go to Chris Fickett. No, oh, come on. Oh. How far down did you go? Fickett. Yeah, Fick that, you got Chris that one. Fick Chris Fickett. And uh, he asked the question, is uh, there uh, – what's he saying? This is a question that is so the far-fetched, I'm shocked oh my that we're going to read it. Yeah, so Chris is asking if the feds would use eminent domain to take over the supercharger network, which is just not going to happen. It's, you think they're that organized? It's not what? how eminent domain works. That's about land. And Tesla, my guess is, leases the actual land and right. doesn't own the land. So if they were going to eminent domain, for instance, they would be, be eminent domaining Harris Ranch restaurant. Or they would <laughs> eminent domain the wires that yeah. bring the electricity. I don't, that, I don't no. see that happening. I don't see him opening it up to other cars. That's why the Volkswagen infrastructure network could be pretty cool. We need more charging. We need more charging. So uh, we've got an audio email from Steve Fintel. I had to listen to this audio several times to understand. At one point, he we're gonna we're gonna play it. At one time, he's like X B B B X X X X B B B B B X X, and I was like, "What is he trying to get at?" But I got it. Oh, Paraphrase what uh, Steve Fintel said. Never mind. Let's play the audio. Hello. <laughs> so basically, what he's saying is, if you've got a seventy-five kilowatt battery. But it's software limited to 60. Mm -hmm. You can charge it from zero to all the way full, the 60 kilowatt hours, at full speed. It doesn't slow down. Full speed, which is Which is what we were talking about before. If your battery is bigger than the 80%, you can fill it all the way up. I don't know what the implications of this is. Maybe uh, nothing. Maybe something. My answer is the the answer, I believe, is BBBXX. Right? That's my guess. That is, this is full speed charging, must be using all the available cells and leaving 25% at the top end of each cell so it can fully supercharge without causing that sort of heat overloading or all the other things that we spoke about. So this is actually very interesting piece of news. Now, would you rather, let's say you could buy in the difference between an 85 and a 100 but your 85 could fully supercharge all the way up to its range at full speed, never slowing down. Wouldn't you rather have that than the full 100 kilowatt hour capacity? No, because I could do both with the full 100 kilowatt hour capacity because I could f- fill it all the way up to 85 as fast as I like. No, it's going to slow down before it gets there. It's like it, it becomes like a gradual like decline, right? You've all seen that. It does, but at the same time, Not there are 100 100- there are so many other uncontrollable variables, like when you get to the, the actual site of the supercharger, the quality of the electricity that is coming to the site, to the big transformer before 
even getting to the supercharger cabinets makes a big difference. Then how many cars are drawing or how many people in that region off that transporter uh, transformer are drawing? If you're sharing one supercharger, right, there's two plugs per supercharger. All these things vary everything. So it's not so simple. And you basically have to have some flexibility and you have to have some capacity in your car that if you can't get charged as much as you want and the time that you want, you can still get out of there and get where you're going. So the key is many more supercharger stations, which is happening, right? If we look at the distance between Orange County and San Francisco, they're adding superchargers upon superchargers upon superchargers, right? But I don't like it when it slows down, when it's only like when it got to 60% and it starts to slow down. I love the fact that it's going full speed as all the way to as far as it can go, which is basically what he's saying in this case. Let's move on. You're going to get that with the Bolt? Uh, no. It doesn't exist so. in the Bolt. No, um, I mean, you know, you get what you get. Didn't we do this one last week? Franco Capizzo? Which, well, this uh, is the version 2.0. Franco likes to send us letters, and we appreciate every one of them. This one was interesting. He's sort of unhappy about certain aspects to the media player. I get it. I So let me just say, Franco, I am so with you. Tesla, uh, the version 8.0 update software, there's a lot about it that's great, and there's a lot about it that sucks. I hate... I can't find the radio station. He hates the fact that his interface with his phone is now really complicated. I don't like it's got the, problems. I don't like the icons are missing at the top. I want them up there all the time. Oh, I don't you like don't want to have to double click. No, I don't. I don't like that. I kind of like that they made this, the map look bigger. I like yes. that because I'm on the highway and I'm traveling above 55 miles an hour, and so things come fast. And I want to see the screen refresh, and I want to see further in front of me. I don't like to be back way out. <laughs> but to Franco, I agree. Uh, but a suggestion is that along the very top where you see the Tesla symbol, there is a Bluetooth symbol. If he just taps that, a screen opens up. It shows what Bluetooth connected devices there are, and you can just click connect, and it will go right to your Apple Music on your phone or whatever you want to use. Right, but he can't use the thing on his steering wheel anymore. That's his problem. That's correct. So that he was unhappy about that specific That's thing. That's because Tesla's not having it, getting it on with Apple. And as far as the size of the map goes, somebody, for the first time, I had one of my curling partners, we carpooled up to curling on Sunday. She got in the car. Yes. And she I had the map on full screen with yes. the new thing. She's like, is your map big enough? <laughs> Like, sarcastically, because the thing is huge. How much bigger? Like, I can't have one-inch strip of icons at the top of it? All right, so we all agree that there's uh, upsides and downsides. (laughs) Whenever I upgrade my iPhone or to a new iOS or whatever, there's always stuff that ticks me off, but after a while I stop caring. Maybe I'll stop caring, but right now I still think it's a downgrade. what really matters the most, and it doesn't seem like anybody in Talking Tesla Nation cares because I haven't seen a tweet about this, but why isn't Talking Tesla on the podcast choice map? (sighs) I know. I know. It's, it's too good. I Who's, don't know if you've heard. We maybe occasionally, sometimes, occasionally, every once in a while, say something negative about the company. Oh. Or maybe we're E-rated. Mm. Maybe it's because we're swearing. Della. Fuck that. Jess Della height. <laughs> I put it up top for you. You like that? <laughs> Thank you. Uh, long story short, Della... Uh, was in the car, brand new car, beautiful, fast, showing off to somebody, had flip-flops on, accidentally hit the accelerator instead of the brake. We talked about that a few weeks ago. Went boomy-boom, crashy-crash, $15,000 later. uh, Actually, $15,000 later. uh, $15,000 later, 
waiting, still waiting, still waiting. Six weeks later, and this is what we just talked about. Yeah, big, you know, some dings. Got to get it fixed. Got to bend the aluminum. That's not an easy thing to do. It's taken forever to get the car back, and this is the concern with uh, the current situation as it is, particularly with these aluminum-bodied uh, cars. They're exactly. bad. Flip-flop accident. She had a flip-flop accident. Her flip-flop, like she went for the brake, and it hit the accelerator first, and the car went, bye-bye. Yeah. And luckily, she did not hit somebody. She was very happy and grateful for that. She went to the Tesla uh, service center to get it fixed. She called it a Tesla graveyard. There are all yeah. kinds of cars waiting there to be repaired. And this is in Tejas, where you can't even sell Teslas. So that's pretty impressive. <laughs> and maybe there's a problem because you can't get Tesla parts easily maybe. in many of these states. Oh, maybe it's a Tejas thing. Right. It's upsetting to see these pictures of uh, multiple crashed Teslas. It is. It, is it makes me sad deep in my soul. You can't yeah. crash a Tesla. It's too nice. One more letter from Bodie. Oh, actually, more than one more letter. But we got a letter from Bodie Grimm, tax benefits for employers. So, again, this is sort of a U.S. thing, but uh, there is a bill that's uh, going through that might pass. Who knows? That would give EV drivers a little tax credit, another tax credit. It would allow businesses to offer employees $250 a month benefit for driving certain types of EBs, which in a lot of cases in California, and a lot of those lease deals would be free cars. So that would allow me to help the employees get an EV and get a tax credit, which is what we were talking about. You are correct, sir. Senator, Senator Sherrod Brown obviously listens to Talking Tesla. And because they even made this $250 a month benefit uh, tax exempt. Has it gone through? Hasn't gone through? It's a proposed it's a bill. Get, to get a bill through Congress and the Senate takes literally five or six years. I'm just a Actually, bill. I didn't think they ever went through. I'm only well, a bill. Well, in the last seven years, that's true. They have not gone through and for I'm seven and a half years. And I'm waiting here on Capitol Hill. Tom is singing what was apparently a very famous uh, cartoon that was uh, on the TV so all American children School could know about House this. Rock, buddy. Schoolhouse Rock. Didn't grow up in this country. Uh... Really appreciate if you don't sort of do this U.S. centric cartoons. I haven't really shared exciting. my Schoolhouse Rock DVD with you. You will love it. Really, our our, our listeners in Hong Kong are saying what? Who? What? Mars? Masa? Things Masa? Just, things just somebody pronounce that name for me. Go. Melakain. Melakain. Mekailanin. Mekail. Mekailanin. Okay, so basically, There's summary dots of this above the A's, which change the way they're pronounced. Mekailanin. Let's just spend 20 minutes Mika trying to pronounce Island. his name. This is really good good audio. <laughs> but the, the summary is uh, we were talking about uh, whether you should use electricity to cook your food and warm your house or whether you should use gas. And uh, this person here is saying you're out of your mind. Of course you should use electricity and uh, gas is bad. All right? Can we agree on that? Gas is bad. They have all that uh, thermal energy coming from underground. They use a lot of that energy in Finland. We don't have that I love to cook with my gas stove, but I'm, no. I'm starting to feel bad we about it. We have the it. solar. We have the solar because we live in the desert. Desert. Frank desert. Van Hossel says, uh, you know, he loves the show. It's really great. Um, when he plugs <laughs> his iPhone into Bluetooth, we've noticed this before, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Somehow Tesla then decides what 
images should go with that audio. It yes. goes out into the web and it finds an image and says, I think that's the image that goes with this audio. <laughs> and every time it comes up with the most ridiculous things. And he's we got are this so beautiful cute picture. in this picture, It's though. called Sing Along Talking and it's three kids and they're – it's Tom Mel and Robert, and it looks got to be like a uh, like a K-pop singing trio. We will post this picture to the website. Sing and when like I say talking. that, I don't actually know how that works. So hopefully that happens. Diego Covedo, hello, mate. Ignore the Neanderthal that wrote in about teaching the controversy of climate change. Uh, too late. I I did not ignore him. And then he asks a series of questions about what he should get. Should he get a Model S? Should he get a 10-kilowatt uh, sun power solar system? Should he get a 9-kilowatt solar city system? Should he wait for the new roof to come? This is a perfect a perfect thing to talk about in going zero. What makes the most sense yes. economically yes. and environmentally when you can only do one of the three things, what do you do? What, what gives you the most carbon, carbon. offset? Yeah. We're going to talk about that on an upcoming going zero. Diego, you just made going zero. Well, this is this brings to mind the various, um, I don't know what to call them. On the Tesla website, you can dial in, like, how many miles a year do you drive? And, you know, how many, I, I forget all the options. It's been a long time since I've gone to price a car. But they say, what's going to be your end cost? Tesla's calculating for you. Even though you're going to spend more money than you've ever spent on a car, you're going to save money, right? Because you're not going to buy gas and you're not going to whatever. Your electricity cost is X. So basically a whole um, decision tree. And so in this, how many miles do you drive? What kind of car do you drive? You know, how much carbon do you put out from all these different things? It would be wonderful to see. And maybe this exists out there, but I've never seen it. A way for you to calculate your personal carbon footprint. And then options. How can I change my carbon footprint? So yeah, we'll do there it. There is uh, places that do that. Uh, Terra Pass, for example, is one of them where you put in everything. Here's how far I drive. Here's how many times I take an airplane. Here's the biggest size of my house. And they'll tell you your carbon footprint. And then they'll say to offset this through our company, give us $1 million and we'll go build trees. Uh, David Bischoff, he uh, says, why won't uh, Tesla do a layaway program? He's waiting for a Model 3. He's getting no money in the cash that he has in the bank. He'd rather just give it to Elon so that it can help fund whatever's next, and he could give him, uh, you know, five hundred bucks a month for the next few years while he could pay off his car, a and they prepay. could use the money. A prepay kind of a layaway. Program. Can you imagine if Tesla instituted a prepay and car companies would be like, "Hold on a second, what's happening? What here? are we doing wrong?" Or maybe just like, how about like a Netflix type lifetime subscription? You just pay them, and every time, every couple of years, you get a new car. That'd it's kind of what cool. Apple's doing with iPhones, now. right? It's yeah, kind of like that model. here. Like give us 40 bucks a month. month. We'll give you a new one every time they come out. Oh, wait. Hey, let's read the next one. Make Jason sure don't just skip this one. Jason Clausen said uh, Tom was right. A number of weeks ago, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, there was a bit of a controversy. Uh, Tom said bigger battery uh, equals uh, faster car, and I said, no, that's absolute crap. Well, uh, this is another person who says, actually, Tom is correct. Bigger battery does mean more you charging. You the rest across. of the sentence, though. Um, <laughs> and I'd just like to say that... Currently, the score is 2,800 people saying Tom is right and zero saying Mel is right, but I still uh, don't believe you. <laughs> oh, my God. Robert is the most trustworthy and level-headed and always the quickest to admit when he is wrong. Disagree. <laughs> Agree to disagree. <laughs> what I don't like about this, okay, so Mel, so Robert should be the MC, so Mel can step fully into his role as comedian with math skills. No mention of what the hell I'm supposed to do. This is the second time in this show that I'm the outlier. Is this my last talking Tesla? Is oh, that what you guys are trying to tell me? You're killing me, Tom. It no, could be. because you are the heart 
of the show. Thank you. Thank you, Robert. And what am I, the buttocks? (laughs) (laughs) The smelly, smelly (laughs) buttocks. Oh, yes. You're a circular muscular organism. Navil Ahmed writes a letter that's titled, Possible Cure to Mel's Achy Breaky Heart. (laughs) And it's all about the charging network and uh, it getting built out. But um, my Achy Breaky Heart is going to be Achy Breaky until everybody, CCS, Chatamo, Tesla, everybody has fast chargers everywhere, and I've got an adapter for every one of those things. So you should be for... And I know you're not against, but you should be for this Volkswagen $2 billion charger thing. I'm, They're going to be I'm literally so everywhere. I'm so for it. Just build out this network. Go. Do it. Make it fast. Make it happen. I was before it, before I was against it, before I was not against That's That's uh, from last debate from last four years ago. As long as we just focus on not so fast charging in the cities, fast charging on the highways, subsidize people to put chargers in their homes, paired with photovoltaics. That would be the way to reduce the carbon footprint the best. That's a lot of letters. We've gotten others. Matt Clausen sent something about global warming. Thank you very much. Paul Burton, check out this article about global warming. Again, thank you very much. David Sell, no podcast today. Eh? High hopes for 250 plus miles for the base model three. The debates. I'm watching Elon. <laughs> wow. <laughs> F the debates. I'm watching, watching Elon. Elon. So that's pretty cool. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, there was a lot of letters there. How long was that show, Mel? Uh, it's the longest one in history. <laughs> His name was uh, Robert. Your name's Tom, I think. Yeah, thanks. My name's Mel. Hardy, Hardy Tom. And uh, we will talk to you, I think, on time next week. Shall we do it on time next week? It depends this on what idea Elon of, says. This idea of delaying, waiting for Elon to come out with an announcement is probably a bad idea. Because so, it only results in Because he cannot be trusted to do it on time. The, the, the name of this episode, Waiting for Elon. No. Ah, Wait, boy. but that would be every episode. Almost. Not really. Herbert, out. So what is this, talking Tesla 57, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls? All right, we've just finished talking Tesla, Tesla 56, and uh, Elon has done his announcement, or at least we've got the initial uh, spiel of it. And this is from The Verge, and he spiel. has said this. Tesla is giving... All new cars, hardware for full self-driving capability. The company announced today, including eight cameras, 360-degree viewing, up to 820 feet of distance, which is absolutely huge, as well as 12 ultrasonic sensors that can detect both hard and soft objects, a new front-forwarding radar that will see through the rain and fog. Updates are included in all new vehicles built from today forward. So first question I have. October 19th. However... Don't expect it to be fully autonomous when you pick it up. It needs to further calibrate the system using millions of miles of real-world driving. So they're going to put it in the car. Yep. They're going to turn it on, yes. but it's not going to be engaged. It's just going to be in there just learning, looking around, checking it out. Oh, I'm learning that. Oh, look fact, at that. They- look at that. I'm learning. I'm learning. I'm learning. I'm learning. And then, boop. Well, that'll be another software update. So that'll be right. So then they'll, three. Yeah. as they're happy with uh, this functionality, that functionality they turned on, listen to this, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. On the call about the new hardware, Musk said the hardware is fully capable of level 5 autonomy. Level 5 autonomy is you don't need a steering wheel. It will take you wherever you want. Level 5 is the ultimate grail. He's saying it's all going to be in cars built today. So if you ordered a car last week like Jess and Dave. Poor Jess and Dave. And they're expecting to pick it up next week. Poor Jess and Dave. What do you say to them? I know what I say to them. 
Let's cancel it. Stop. Let's let's not be uh, let's be accurate about this. When you put an order in on the website and you put money in on the website, they give you a cooling off period. It's like one or two weeks. Five days. The, then they start ordering the parts for your car, or at least assembling the parts for your car, and then they build your car later when they reconfirm and take a certain amount of money from this you. This is a different situation. So they went into the Tesla site. I'm so, I aware, but I'm just making okay. this clear for Talking Tesla Nation. Oh, so I'm sorry. I apologize. If somebody I, says, I like yesterday, they clicked on the website and they used your code, Tom, so that you're going to get a leather jacket. Use my code. Yeah. And so they clicked on and they put in their money to start their order. They're going to get this. Mm-hmm. I'm confident. But if you bought a car that's already been built, like a used car or a car that's been a demo car, you won't get this. This so, is very tempting. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we're going to discuss more on this. But, um, Robert, you said something, and I think it was tongue-in-cheek, although it wasn't. You've been talking about getting a new Model S, yes. giving your old one to the wife, yes. and the P100, super fast, crazy, mm-hmm. I love this car. Um, now you know. If you order it today, it's going to have everything it needs for full autonomy. Are you buying one? Do you hear this? That, that you, know, you know what that sound is? You guys hear that? That's the rubber hitting the road. So, Robert, what's the answer? That's Money by Pink Floyd, by the way. Thanks. Well, I am getting a bit of a chunk from the IRS because I overpaid my taxes. So. Good for you. I'm uh, I'm ready to go. If this thing can drive me, I'm I can be so much more productive and so much more rested and waste so much more time preparing for talking Tesla episodes that I have to get it. I've uh, got a two two and a half year old S. I really like it. And I was got the X, and then my wife likes it, and I um, am seriously considering. Uh, Doing the same thing, saying, uh, why don't I just go on the website, order a new one? Uh, the Depending on how I configure it, it's going to be about the same payment as I have now. Here, see this old one I've got? Why don't you take that away, Tesla? Thank you very much, and get a new one. Yours smells like old man, so the trading value <laughs> is going to be a little lower. It smells like a grassy old man too, from all the golf. Uh, it really does. Like This is what I've been waiting for. This Once is it. you say you have all the stuff you need, I understand it's not going to get turned on tomorrow, that it's got to learn. But if you're saying that we're done here, we've got all the equipment we need for full autonomy, I want that car. Because as soon as it's full autonomy, I'm turning that thing on. Are you going to get an X or an S? That is a fine question because I've been saying I think I like the S drive better than the X. Having driven to um, to the Vegas, Vegas that is lost. I really like it, but I would still probably get an S today because of the Falcon wing doors uh-huh. and the non-folding seats. So I think I would still mm. get an S today. I love the S. I just, I just one thing I don't want is to give up that big frunk. I love the frunk. Okay, rubber meets the roads for you, Mr. Herbert, because we've had this conversation many, 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 many times. Give it to me. And I believe the quote is, I don't know, I want the small car. So you have an S. You don't need another uh, Tesla right now. The 3 is coming. It's also going to have all this hardware. And maybe it'll be flip the switch on day one. Now what do you say? Are you buying today? knowing that they might not turn it on for six months, or are you waiting for the Model 3? Were you full of crap? Because I thought you were, and now I'm pretty sure I know you were. Tom, uh, let's be very clear. (laughs) It's a good point. (laughs) But here's the thing. What if they turn on full autonomy 
two weeks before the Model 3 comes out. That would be two weeks where I'd have to drive myself. <laughs> I could not do that. <laughs> as soon as full autonomy exists, I must have it oh, that day. Shit. And what about the people who are waiting for the 3? If they could turn on full autonomy and they could call, they could make their car an Uber car, now could you pay for the difference in a year? Pay for the difference, you mean buy an S instead of a 3? Yeah. Here's the thing that's going to hold me back from buying it today, from not, like putting an order in right now. The thing that's going to stop me? My finger's one, on the button. One more, <laughs> one more thing I need. What? I want the 100 kilowatt hour battery. It's there. Mm-hmm. No, no. I don't want the P100 because that sucks some range. I want range. I don't need the speed. I'm not Robert. I'm not a hoon. I'm not going to drive this thing at 1,000 miles an hour. <laughs> I just want the range. And it's full autonomy. So give me It's 21 miles. D. Get the 90D. It's the dual engine. It's 21 yeah, miles. But the 100D without the P potentially could have 340, 350 yeah, miles. Could, but you could probably turn the P off. Since you, don't have, switch. Since you don't have a lead foot, Won't matter. don't worry. But it seems that intrinsically the P just has less. Well, like if you look at the, the P90D... It's rated at 270 miles. The 90D without the P is rated at nearly 300 so, miles. But what? Okay, but the P is reducing its. But you could be s- a six months, six P. months from the hundred without the PD or longer. Again, you said you don't like the. You don't. Not that you don't like the S, but that you'd rather have the three. It's cheaper. It's smaller. I, I, I want to so. drive it around. It's, but I'm not going to see that car for at least a year. At least uh-huh. a year. Yeah. Maybe more. So that's all gone now. Bye-bye. Fun new toys with new things on them. <laughs> I need for one call. Okay. You're well, being you're asking, called out on the show. No, yes, I'm asking you. If you're asking you. the specific question, what's more important to Mel Herbert? A slightly smaller car, which he thinks he would like better, mm-hmm. or full autonomy, where I don't care. Yeah, about <laughs> parking or doing anything, but full autonomy is what I want more than anything. It but, could be the size of a squirrel's buttocks if it can self-drive. I want that. But if it's but okay, so it's six. Let's say it's six months away from being turned on full autonomy. I think it's years. probably two or three years because of you think federal it's two or three years before they turn it on. Yeah, actually, so then where where is then? This is the non-announcement, is what you're calling this. It's the non-announcement. No, it is a. It's. I think it's really important for people who have been wondering. Uh, when should I buy one? Um, because there's always going to be improvements in these cars, but this is one of those improvements if they have all of the stuff that you need for full autonomy that really matters. This is the this is the thing that you're waiting for. Yeah, there'll be bigger batteries. Yes, they'll do some extra stuff, but this future-proofs this car for five years at least. So I'm, I'm reading from the Tesla announcement, one. and it says, as these features are robustly validated, we will enable them over the air together with a rapidly expanding set of entirely new features. Oh! As always, our over-the-air software updates will keep customers at the forefront of technology and continue to make every Tesla, including those equipped with first-generation autopilot and earlier cars, more capable over time. Wouldn't it be great if they could just turn my old Model S into a Level 5 car? I wonder, they talked about, like, I've got an X out there, it's a couple of months old, and they said that they would have the housing and stuff in there to do this. Does it say anything in there about, I can upgrade my X to get all this stuff in it? Typically, it's wiring. Right. They said that they were going to have the wiring, and then you could put the stuff in. The fact that they don't say that in the statement that we're reading right now makes me anxious that it's really only cars that are built today. And, And it says they're already in production, so I'd love to see some pictures of these cars piling out of that factory right now with all of this 
uh, with all of this um, hardware on it. But it also says that they're using a onboard computer, NVIDIA, NVIDIA buying yes. opportunity. Thank you. With more than 40 times the computing power of the previous generation. 40 times more computing power. This is power. what makes me anxious about current cars, even my X, which is a few months old. It's really processing power that they need in the nvidia chips that we believe they're in the current cars just are not fast enough to do that yeah but they have new chips are not new chips but new it looks like a lunchbox basically oh and pop it's it like, out slip yeah, in a new one it's like a it's like 40 supercomputers this is throwing some very serious problems Tom, in my direction are you gonna get I'm a beautiful very, 75 I, I hate this kilowatt so hour much. s or I'm, are you gonna get a bolt i'm very a upset bolt, right which now. is already built Tom is in such exquisite pain because <laughs> full autonomy hardware in the s is making him think no bolt for me it's baby so much money so i'm looking right now and if i buy one how much safer is a bolt than a tesla it's not safer Oh, it isn't. And and how did you lose your last car there, Heartful Tom? Yeah, but I survived. You did. But what if children were involved? Dude, you survived you well. know you you're getting a 75S with full Tom, autonomy. I've got Click a code. The button. Just go to but, tesla.com yeah, slash Robert. Maybe I'll do the 60 and then I get the fast supercharging up to 218 miles. High and, five. And have the 75 in there. Yeah. I got to go to work, gentlemen. It's been great. I'm going to be up for the next 12 hours. This is killing me. Saving lives, thinking of you, dreaming of my new car, and all the things we're going to talk about Monday on time so that we're not delaying shows for every other freaking announcement. To all of Robert's patients, you're welcome. You can have him. (laughs) Yeah, I'm already late. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, a lot happened in the next 10 minutes. Unfortunately, uh, the audio got all screwed up and pixelated and weird. But Tom and I were basically, after Robert left, we were sitting around going, um, what the hell just happened? And what just happened, honestly, I can tell you from the bottom of my buttocks, is that the world changed. Uh, They just announced full autonomy, full autonomy in cars, full autonomy that can drive you to where you want to go. And Tom and I were reading through... Uh, as you're configuring your car and what it says and it says you can get enhanced autopilot which can basically drive on the freeway and change lanes for you and uh, look around and make sure nobody's going to crash into you and then the next upgrade is fully autonomous driving which can take you from point a to point b in weather at any time and drop you off and pick you up and go plug itself in to the supercharger network because they're going to upgrade the superchargers so that they have these autonomous snakes. And the world changed. It completely changed. And I wish the audio wasn't screwed up. And Tom was in an absolute frenzy because, like, this is the car he wants. This is the car he wants because it can drive him where he wants to go. And the rollout for this, so it turns out that for sort of enhanced autonomous driving like we have right now or auto steering by they think and that says on the website by december that they'll get the regulatory approval and they'll have enough miles for it to be much better than it is now it'll see further to the sides it'll see further to the front to the back it can change lanes for you so really enhanced auto steering spectacularly enhanced auto steering could be here by december and then Completely autonomous driving could be here soon after that. 
What does that mean? That means for Tom, who is about to buy a Bolt, it means should I buy a car for $100,000 or $80,000 or close to $100,000 or should I buy a car for thirty dollars or $40,000 that can't do any of this stuff? And for somebody like Tom, it's a, it's a great case study. He doesn't want to have a $1,000, $1,200, dollars payment. He wants a three dollars or $400 payment. But my gosh, the the ability of this car to do this stuff is just like otherworldly if it can do what it says it can do if it can do close to what it says it can do it changes everything ladies and gentlemen boys and girls there's a presidential debate right now and i'm not watching it because i'm editing this and i'm gonna watch it afterwards but it's a big deal it's a huge deal but this is as big a deal as that i honestly believe that a fully autonomous car, the Tesla has just said, we made, we put the hardware in. They're coming off the line right now. That can drive you from point A to point B where you don't have to interact. That can drop you off. That can go charge itself. That can come back and pick you up. That changes everything. It changes everything. And in fact, so Jess and Dave, and we're not going to put it in this week because we just don't have time. This is a ridiculously long-talking Tesla. Uh, Going zero, uh, Jess and Dave are going to talk more about them. They canceled their order. They had a beautiful S that was coming that had autopilot 1.0 and then with the upgrades to the software 2.0, they canceled it. Why did they cancel it? Because the software and the hardware that's in the new Teslas that are coming off the line right now is so much better than what is available right now, currently. What does this mean? I think the Teslas, Teslas that like my Tesla, I have a two, two and a half year old Tesla. And it's great. It doesn't have Autopilot 1.0. It, I got it just before that. And now there's Autopilot 2.0. I don't even know what to say. Is this Autopilot 3.0? New software, new hardware? The cars that are going to come off the line today that you're going to be able to buy and have in your uh, apartment complex to have you're going to be driving in December or January are so superior that I think that the Teslas from a few years ago are going to go from, and right now, an S, which is pretty well stocked, $50,000. These may drop in price by 20 or 30 or 40%. Honestly, you may be able to buy an S secondhand for $30,000 in the next few months. And that's fantastic. So if you're at the high end, if you get the money, you're buying a $100,000 car, which is fully autonomous or at least has all the capability to be fully autonomous, And then we wait for the regulatory bodies. We wait for it to get smarter. And so over time, it can drive you everywhere. But now we have these beautiful S's and X's from a few years ago. They're going to plummet in price. So the people who would never have thought about an electric car a few years ago can now buy an S at $30,000. I think that's going to happen. And here's another Easter egg that Tom found on the website, and I'm so sad that the um, audio got screwed up. But it says this, and this is not at all a tiny Easter egg. It says this. Please note also that using a self-driving tester for car sharing and ride 
and ride hailing for friends and family is fine, but doing so for revenue pro- but doing so for revenue purposes will only be permissible on the Tesla network, details of which will be released next year. Did you hear that? Do you understand that? Tesla just produced a ride-sharing network. They have autonomous vehicles. They said if you want to do it for your friends and family and your kids, go get the, my kid and take them to the soccer match, fine. But they just said that they're going to have a Tesla network. I always thought that Uber would buy every Tesla coming off the lot. But what Tesla, I think, just said is that they're going to become Uber. They're going to have autonomous vehicles. They're creating the autonomous vehicles. They have the network. They're going to do this themselves. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we'll talk about this more next week. But Tesla may have become, and I'm just going to throw it out there before we finish, if they can really do this, if they get the regulatory approval to do this, they're about to become ride-sharing service bigger than Uber, self-driving, Cars that people love, electric, low carbon emission, they could become the biggest company in the world. Tesla could go from a company that's worth two, five, ten billion dollars. They could become the biggest company in the world by market share, by market cap. They could certainly become the biggest company in the world by importance. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I'm going to leave you with that. I'm going to leave you with that because they just did something extraordinary tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I'm going to suggest to you, as Tom did, and unfortunately we don't have the audio, but Tom said it, it might be that October 19th, 2016 might be the pivot point where the world completely changed. We'll talk to you next week.